Welcome to the average adventuring party where we catch praise. No, it doesn't flow. I like the we do mouse stuff. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> well, what what do we need to summarize this group? Welcome to the average adventuring party. So, we so, do mouse. So on that note, my mother called me this morning. <laughs> And I tried to explain to her what a podcast was at one point, and I gave up, and I was like, you know what, it's just a radio show, but it's a radio show that, like, we don't send out on the airwaves, we just put it on the internet and people listen to it. And she's like, oh, okay. So this morning, she calls me, and she's, you know, talking to me, and she, she's like, oh, yeah, what are you guys doing? I said, well, we're doing our recording session all afternoon, so I'll call you tomorrow. And she goes, oh, yeah, I sent your grandma over to listen to something. <laughs> So I'm waiting to see how that goes. <laughs> but my grandma's got a dirtier sense of humor than I yeah, do. Yeah, so, okay, that's good. So I'm probably safe. Speaking of dirty things, we've uh, we've got these guys here, and we're the average adventuring party where the enemies in the game are not bad; they're just written that way. Yeah. Just like my die rolls. <laughs> no, no, those are those are actually <laughs> those are those are horrible. So we today. At some point, we had talked about using a different system to play, just to, to mess around with. And I found one that's a roll under, and Steve got really excited because he's like, "I can do the low roll thing real well." Yeah, so you have to do it. Then and and then he started high. rolling high. Yeah. yeah. Maybe one day we'll we'll record something in that that two d twenty roll under system just to see if Steve is the god of all the rolls. <laughs> yeah. So uh, let's see. You guys. Did some stuff. Went Didn't. went to places. Didn't die. You know, at this point, I feel you you can't use that as a qualifier anymore. I, no. Uh, I, I think it's close. becoming yeah. even more qualifying yeah. as we progress. Yeah. yeah. All right. I'll write in more enemies that uh, deal seventy plus points of damage per hit that way. No, no. Well, I mean, Tall Dark and Spindly did forty-eight. <laughs> well, he did forty-eight across four hits. Um. But no, you guys. Uh, you know, Martiana set up a nice little ambush for you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I regret not pushing her throat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel we can stop using that as a qualifier, too. That's, <laughs> that's basically how every interaction with her ends, is Arthur being like, damn, should have stabbed her harder. <laughs> you know, and that's why Iacus is the way he is. He punches. Because of Therefore, he does not regret not punching, right? <laughs> no, he just regrets not adding in kicks or gores. Exactly. Yeah, so she guys set you up a little bit. Uh, controlled some of those those failures and a couple of the the not failures, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, the Uh At which point, seemingly, uh, Amalgam was able to get control over some of them, and soon I exploded the rest of them. Mm. All over myself. It was very cool. <laughs> she was ice cold. Uh-huh. And then uh, she and Amalgam walked down the hallway while she was trying to explain the concept of cookie to him. Maybe? Yeah. Which I tried telling him that Galdrin has a bunch. <laughs> He's supposed to have a bunch and give me some every now and then. Oh, yes. Uh, actually, sooner... Uh, soonest. <laughs> it's like telling kids Santa Claus uh, exists. <laughs> No, 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 I... Oh, okay. Uh, I need to speak with Melvin. Oh, yeah. I have my cookie, and I'll walk away. 
He holds up a claw and is like, no, no, wait, she's just gotten to the good part. Do we have cookies on us? You said you did. I said I would buy you a cookie. No, no. You bought a bunch of cookies and said, oh, I'll give you one every now and then. Uh, well, yeah. we still have some candy. Yeah, we still have some. doesn't stuff her face like Shinara does. Yeah. I guess with Shinara gone, we, our <laughs> junk food consumption has, has plummeted. So I, I imagine there still are some cookies. Listen, she has gone through some stressful stuff. No, it's still understandable. It's just that it goes fast. Yeah. Oh, she'll, the, she'll keep death busy uh, with the tea and the cookies, you know. Uh, Suna and Galdrin will rummage through the packet of where Shinara's junk food was. Suna's holding a hand out. Or paw. Paw out. A, a practical demonstration, and Galdrin will hand Suna a cookie. See? Which point Amalgam holds out his hand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I suppose you've earned one as well. He takes it. Looks at Suna. I uh, take a bite online. He just shoves the whole thing in his mouth. Mm, most pleasant. Most but see, pleasant. you did it to earn. You do more stuff and you get more of these. This is food? Yes. Then I should just make food. But it's different. He's saying you did a good job. Therefore you get a treat. Therefore you get... I don't appreciate this attitude. No, no, no. Look, we, I, I need your help. We need your help. I have decided to help you. Excellent. We need... But to. not because they told me to. Because I want to. That's even better. You are keeping people free. And he just kind of, like, pokes you every time. That one. With fire. I don't like that. My people... Are not slaves. We don't like it either. Yes, we're trying to put an end to that. You were right, though. They were some inherent instabilities. Oh, yes. Faulty product line. <laughs> <laughs> Do not worry. We will promote the frenzies. Dispose of the rest. But you might want to work on fixing the whole they explode and hurt their... Um, their yeah, he's just going to start a new line. Oh, okay. Scrapped. Worthless. Not worthless. I mean, they did quite a bit of damage to us. They can't be trusted as guard dogs, even. I mean, that part's true. <laughs> so worthless. They They can't do the thing they were built to be. But they could be your friends. No. They don't have the... Have you not been listening? Look, uh, Apparently not. We, we need... Uh, not just the assistance from the Dreaming Dark, but we need to get to, uh, and Galdrin will put the two stones together. We need to get to there, and he'll point to the middle of the caldera where... Not far, not far, yes, not far. I can provide you transportation. He whistles, and four of those frenzies come walking up. Will they be able to get us there quickly enough? He looks at them. They're expendable. No, wait. Not these. I forget. These can get you there. And he points at them and says, You are not expendable. They're expendable. And he just points at like a pile of chunks. Right. Uh, Well, uh, 
I suppose in order to get the uh, Dreaming Dark to accept us as one of its own, we have to uh, receive blood. This way. He just gestures. Dalrin will follow and wave everyone on. He walks off into the darkness. Oh yeah, do we need to like? Do we need some light? Uh, I, I, I still have a problem with this. I don't see an alternative. Well, is it? What time of day is it now? Um, let's see. It is probably dinner time. <clears throat> yeah, there's absolutely no way we can get to where we need to go without this right um, now. So. I'll follow along, um, but I'm going to be trying to contemplate and reach out to random. Mm-hmm. Like, I've never done this before, but I'm trying to see if there's any connection or anything that I can... Not that you can feel. Okay. I mean, you think she show up. We're being pretty interesting right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I'm walking behind, I'll be like, random, this would be a real good time. I need to talk. This is talking to himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. They've seen weirder. <laughs> You've seen weirder today. What are you talking about? He's a helicopter. Um, no. Uh, basically, Amalgam leads you into just the dark. And as he does, those shadows start kind of seeping up around you. And at a couple of points... <clears throat> Excuse me. At a couple of points, they'll get really close to you, and he'll stop and come back and like interpose himself in between you and the shadow until it backs away, and then he'll keep leading you. And he leads you way off into the dark. Like his little lit area is just a tiny speck in the in the distance, and he holds out a claw. Says, "They want you." In multiple ways. But they have agreed with me. I agree with them. After seeing you... Putting yourself in harm's way... To keep my people free. You are... More trustworthy. But not completely trustworthy. That's a fair point. I taught you about cookie stuff, so I'm a little bit more trustworthy than them, right? Murder potato. Mm, That's to be seen. Oh, okay. I am not fond of change. Your invisible guy liked me. He protected me. Twice. Yes, well. That is what he is there for. Mm. I think I'll call him Steve. That is not accurate. What's his name? He doesn't have one. Why don't it's you see that now? They are young people. They have not come into their own. Oh, so you're saying they're not sure what their name is yet because you don't know them very well. Yes. So you don't know them very so you don't know us very well. Yes, but they come from me. You do not come from me. Okay. Well, I'm about to come from you. Aren't you giving us some blood? <laughs> he looks at you. Go on. <laughs> Crazy. 
You were all expecting Galdrian to be the one to have sex. But it was Suna all along. I was trying so hard to keep my face straight that you cracked it. Ignore that part where Galdrian already has. That was implied. Suna just came right out and said, <laughs> You said the quiet part out loud. <laughs> oh. So, anyway. <laughs> Amalgam says, You will not be from me, you will just stand alongside me. Trying, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> we should probably hurry. <laughs> you don't hurry magic. It makes it inherently unstable. He gets real close to Galdrian and says, You wouldn't want to be inherently unstable, would you? No, we yeah. like him just the way he is. Oh. oh. Fun, fun story. Uh, I, I spent many... I spent a considerable amount of time with the uh, uh, turning into a black dragon man, so. He squints his eyes at you. In another lifetime. He enjoyed a bunch of ham. And whined a lot. And whined that he was losing his prettiness. That seems... About what I'd expect from a book. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate. Yes, accuracy. He reaches down and plucks one of his his uh, scales, reaches over and just yanks out uh, uh, four or five hairs from Galdrian's head. Ow! And he takes his claws and just pierces the scale, dips it in his blood, and then has you hold out your hand. Holds out his hand. He cuts your hand with the side of the scale. Then just makes a necklace out of your hair and puts it on you. Repeats the process with all four of you. Arth is visually like bracing herself when he does it for her because he, no touch, no. And you don't want to. Listen, he's the king of no touch. Yeah, I know. Uh, I touched him. But he, he does it for each of you. And then calls over, just, all right, they're ready. And one of the shadows just appears in between all of you. And it kind of lets out this, like, and then it, the, uh, uh, the necklaces around each of your necks just kind of floats up a little bit. And you can feel it kind of drag through the shadow, like it's cutting it. And there's this, this sort of, like, shadow left on the edge, just like blood. And then it falls down, and then the shadow dis- disappears. And Amalgam looks around. That was not as climactic as I was led to believe. They said you're finished. All right. I don't feel any different. Well, uh, normally I'm, I'm used to a, a big climax, but uh, this, this will have to do. He shrugs, and... Uh, Sometimes three or four. So does this mean I can go outside and run around? There's 
just dreaming darkness all around you. you. You can just now see it. And he gestures. Will I be safe? That's what they've said. And he just kind of looks away. The, the key to science is experimentation. <laughs> and writing it down. Okay, so should I be guinea pig? Oh, oh your father throws her in the <laughs> <laughs> guinea fox. <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, Galdrin will go ahead and step out into the darkness. You hear, so as you pass by one of these shadows, it actively gets out of your way, and you can hear uh, whispering, and... It takes your, your brain a second to comprehend it, but you are hearing Draconic, and on top of that, you are hearing Common. Um, and it's just repeating the phrase, passage, 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 safe passage, over and over again, just like a thousand voices saying that. And these shadows are just parting their way for you. Right. Uh, I think I think it worked. So we can travel at night. And that's excellent because we are in a hurry. You can also understand understand draconic, as long as you have that necklace on. Ooh. Not again. <laughs> you you gain horns and scales. <laughs> and what hand? Right, uh, amalgam. Uh, thank you for your aid. Uh, I would recommend you give us time to inform the non. The, the people that aren't your people of this region, that you are not hostile. What that, would you like your race to be called? I don't know. We haven't decided. There's not enough of us. When you do decide, there is a world out there that is understandably cautious. Uh, they have been harmed a great deal by the same ones that tried to enslave your people. Do not, I suggest you break from the kobold moniker and the dragonoid uh, moniker and make your own race. Uh, create your own people. That's what I've been doing. Yes, but you'll have to interact with the other people, so just be thinking on what you would like to be labeled as. Names mean a great deal to those other peoples, to us, as you see with Steve. I think we would prefer to be left alone. I think that's perfectly understandable. Is there any chance that any of your people would like to come with us and help? Yes. The ones that are... Uh, carrying help. us. Carrying us. They have elected to help you. I mean, any others? <laughs> Is that not enough? I, was I think it will maybe do. Maybe Steve wanted to. Who? <laughs> The invisible one. It has no designation. He was really nice. He protected me, so I just, you know, I made a friend. I see. Well, if you can find him, ask him. Do I have a minute to go look or no? No, we, we should, should go. Mm-hmm. We okay. should probably be We done. should go. Okay. <clears throat> you can call for him on the way out. So Amalgam just kind of walks back with you to his little lab area where those four frenzies are waiting. 
<clears throat> this was not entirely unpleasant. <laughs> I'm sorry he punched you. It's okay. I'm not. It was fun meeting you. <laughs> Has me considering modifying myself. Eyes in the back of my skull. <laughs> or thicker skull. Best to prevent the blow than to take the blow. Or both. Horns on the back of the head. Mm, bulky. Not entirely ineffective, but, but potentially a sign of virility, you know, with with Mrs. Amalgam. Ah. Uh, no. <laughs> we don't do that. Uh, Random. Randomly deciding traits is inefficient when you could just create the being you wish to create. But, it's but isn't, isn't it kind of fun not knowing? No. Um, right. It doesn't like change, remember? Says to the guy with like OCD, LD. <laughs> he asks. Well, if you have interfered long enough. And he just points his, there's the door. <laughs> right. Gladly. <laughs> well, thanks for all your help. Uh, hey, hey, Galdrin, can I have a cookie for To an old day. And not for me, it's for him. He would also have He did a good job, so he did a good job. Yes, yeah, so consider this a... Uh, a snack for later, then, I suppose. Galdrin will place the cookie. He didn't even have to bake. Yeah. He could keep working. This is much appreciated. We'll reverse engineer this. <laughs> right. I'm going to the front of the cave with our new traveling companions. Uh, I'll hop on. <laughs> whenever we're ready, we should go quickly. I can't believe I'm saying this, but we don't want Martiana to die before we get there. We we don't want to let her die. When when you say that, just from from the back of one of those frenzies, you hear Martiana say, "Well, that's much appreciated." Mm. It's less that we don't want her to die, but we don't want a dragon destroying the world. So yeah, somewhere it goes. I still want her to die. Well, that's not, that's not very nice. And she just pats the pats the back of the frenzy. Who who am I riding Dutch with? Well, uh, I think that's up to you. And Galdrin will get onto a uh, frenzy and get ready to ride out. And if she wants to ride with him, I guess he's not going to stop her. But he is going to ignore her the whole time if he can. You could actually buck her off. No, because he doesn't want any any damage that she takes in here to further drain her lifespan. She uh, poofs off of the, the one that she's on and reappears behind Galdrian. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. You, you asked for that. But she's basically like, <laughs> facing the opposite direction, so she's resting her back against yours. And, you know, like facing out the tail direction towards the rest of you guys. So, road trip? 
Yes. I'm pretending like she doesn't exist. Can I contemplate by while we're mm-hmm. riding? Yes. And since we're near mountains, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do mountains. Okay. I'm going to gain plus one to my MD because she's near. <laughs> <laughs> Long story short, everybody did did their uh, recharge recoveries, right? Yes. Okay. All right, good. Yeah. So, Mariana is sitting uh, behind Galdrian, just kind of watching you guys. Says, oh, I haven't actually sat down and watched the sunrise with other people in some time. Yes, well, uh, I imagine that's because you, no one could really watch the sunrise. Mm, not my fault. I didn't do this whole thing. It was well before me. Mm-hmm. Yes, well, uh, I don't really think that matters for us anymore. For now, we are uh, protected from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is good for you, because... From what I understand, you are at death's door. Mm. We've met him. He's very nice. Oh, that's just... Well, he's not really a he or an it. It's actually just concentrated magic. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The whole politeness thing is... I don't know, some universal foible to uh, prevent him from being... Just a killing machine. Which seems inefficient to me, but I don't design things, so... So, do we still hear the Dreaming Darkness chanting? Um, like, if you get close to a shadow, yes, it'll it'll tell you that you have safe passage and move out of your way. Okay. So, what made you change your mind? Didn't really change my mind, I just didn't understand the scope of Rarari's desires. Hmm. <laughs> it's well, like we might have mentioned that before in your... What was it she said? What was it? I don't care. Right? Like, uh, something along those lines. It's not that I didn't care. It's that I didn't understand. Um, you have to understand... <clears throat> you don't think forward and backward in time. And he does. So, a lifetime to him is mutable. Mm-hmm. Just saying, I perhaps allowed myself to be outthought. And yet, I tried to warn you. Mm. Numerous, numerous times. Well, I mean, not to say we told you so, but we told you so! I suppose you did. That was satisfying. But it doesn't really matter now. No, it anyway. really doesn't. Can we go? Or are we already going? Yeah, we're going. I assume we're going. Okay, just want to make sure. She says, I could make it easier for you. Let you in on a few little secrets while he's not here watching me. Because why, he will be... Why is he not here? Watching he's me. occupied elsewhere. Galdrin would like... I would like to roll... Uh, using my Devil Prince Consort to know, would he really be able, like, 
would there be a possibility that Mirari would not be able to pick up on what she's telling us? Yeah. Okay. Uh, give me, let's say, intelligence. Galdrin's got one of those, right? Yeah. Yeah, actually a pretty decent one. So that's a 22. So you know on this plane the devil princes are fallible. They are not... So in the Astral Sea, they're basically omnipotent. And sometimes omnipresent. But here, like, there, there are very specific circumstances under which they can manifest power. So it is, there's a good possibility he is occupied somewhere else and is not watching her because he has her in a position that she can't or won't leave. Right. Uh, I'll be taking it with a grain of salt, but let's hear it. Oh, well, um, let's see. Where should I begin? Um, you're going to want something to protect you from the fumes to begin with. It's quite hot in here. Uh, you're going to want something to protect you from the elements. It's quite hot in here. Um, you're going to want something to protect you when whatever happens with that statue happens. I'm not sure. My understanding is the last time it was activated, the volcano collapsed into the caldera. So there's that. And it's hot in there. And I assume it is hot in there, yes. Um, you're going to want to circumnavigate the monastery. It's not what it seems to be. It's all an illusion. No, seriously, it is an illusion. So we want to, uh, want to go around it? Is that what you're saying, or...? You'll have to go under it. Under it. Or not. I can see you don't really trust what I'm saying, which is unfortunate for you, because every now and then, the whole purpose of lying is to not let people know when you're telling the truth. Oh, isn't that pretty? She looks up, and you just see this blue star, like, streaking across the sky. It's a falling star. Maybe we should make a wish on it. Well, getting (laughs) getting sentimental. Mm. No, I just know you're going to need more than your usual amount of luck to even get to me, much less get to him. So I'm hedging my bets. At which point you see the star just like streak across the sky and then just burn its way down and crash somewhere on the other side of the caldera. And she goes, oh, that's not ominous at all. I want it to be known that I had nothing to do with that one. (laughs) (laughs) Only one, as opposed to, you know, all of them. She holds up a hand and says, ditto. All right. Well, I mean, you did say what's-his-face was uh, occupied, so... He is. He's almost, and she kind of just holds up her hands. And normally there's this, um, they're kind of colored black obsidian, like rock. And they have these red cracked veins throughout, and they're almost all gone. Yeah. And she's got like these huge gashes up and down her arms, 
as well. He's almost got what he wants, so he's not terribly interested in me at the moment. He's just waiting for something so that um, he can kill me and then my portion will be complete. So if he's waiting for something specific, what if he is waiting for us to bring the statue to him so all those powers are there? Oh, he can't touch it. That's... But you can. But why would I want to? If I have all of this, and she just kind of gestures her hands out and uh, like tries to conjure some fire, and it sort of puffs out, well, had all of that. Why would I want to get rid of it? So no, I don't want your little doodad near me. Oh, but guess what? <laughs> but it's preferable to the alternative. No, but what if he needs it to help with Kemet? Why would he want to seal Kemet away? He needs something. He needs, he needs me. and. But he needs you to lure us there. No. Then why he, doesn't he just kill you? I don't know. So I'm not privy something. to everything. He needs something. He does. I don't know what. It's not this. This is the yeah. antithesis of what they're talking about. That is the just the the seal. I mean, that's what's used to make the seal. So yeah, but he needs if something. He did, yeah, if he was out to destroy it, he could hunt us down and destroy it. Oh, certainly. He could just direct the armies and crush you. So you don't think he's using her to lure us there? Why? He's let you know where I was from the beginning, knowing that you wouldn't come here. And he's been right. He's been right. You could have come to me first, but you went elsewhere. Mm. Well, let's make up for lost time then. Oh, by all means. Does anyone want to check out that fallen star, though? <laughs> <laughs> no, not just not just a random question, but wasn't that whenever... Oh, no, I'm sorry. I don't have that information. Do we know where it landed? Or what? It probably landed in the far, far south. You don't have time for that shit. Yeah. Like, it's, it's probably the better part of 100 miles away from you. Mm. I just didn't see the angels falling from the sky in y'all's vision, so. But, yeah, that's way out of the way, so. She kind of leans further back against Galdrin and just gets comfortable. And says, well, we've got a ways. I know. How about some music? Last time, you sang Shannara nearly got ripped open. I'd mm. prefer less music. Accidents happen. Yeah, but that wasn't an accident. Mm. You say potato. Yes. At which point she just starts singing anyway. Mm. She's kind of humming. Is anything changing with the Dreaming Dark? No. No, okay. All right, well, riding on. Again, regretting not punching her in the throat. <laughs> we can save her and then kill her. Yeah. Like, oh, wait, wait. <laughs> 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 Thank you.
That is always the option. <laughs> Save her only to kill her. So hey, I worked for uh, I worked for the authority. <laughs> yeah, we one. have never claimed to be nice people. <laughs> yeah. I've saved you from this mugger. You now owe me fifty dollars. <laughs> yes, I'm sure I guess has pulled that. Exactly. <laughs> you only wanted to mug me for ten. Oh, well. <laughs> You've been saved. <laughs> now protection money. Yeah. Um, you actually have to ride quite a ways south to the point where you can actually see Believe far off in the distance, what, what remains of it, to circle around and come back up uh, towards the center of the caldera, which is kind of like a small mountain range. Mm-hmm. Um, you see Cardinal some miles to the north, and you see the uh, Lake Malabo with the floating stoat still on it. Not burnt down? It is not burned down. Damn it. Uh, it is, however, not like you can't hear any music or see any lights like you previously could. Uh, to be fair, it's night, and uh, people kind of lock up for dreaming dark, right? Yeah. So. Uh, the stoat is 24 hours. Oh, okay. Like, it's got music and lights going all it's the time. It's Vegas on the, on the river. Oh, okay. Fair. Uh, as you get to the... Uh, start heading north, like, up into the hills, it starts becoming this forest. And before the forest gets too thick, just standing there in a set of red robes with uh, with black trim, there's a man, he's got sort of green uh, and yellow splotchy skin with large pointed ears. Um, he is sitting cross-legged, just on a log. And whenever you get close, he holds up a hand. Hello, brothers and sisters. May I ask what brings you to my forest? Do I recognize him or no? You've seen someone like him. Way, way back in the day when, in a previous life, when you went to the moon, so you, met some, you met a man in the astral sea who looked like him. So I would remember at least how to respond? Maybe? He's just asking you a question. Okay. I guess the way he moves, uh-huh. like he he has some martial training. Okay. Uh, you've seen cloistered monks before. Yeah. That's pretty much what he is. Okay. We'll, we'll call out. Um, we're on our way to save the Caldera. Ah, yes. I've seen the incidents, and he kind of just like, gestures. And you can see just swaths. All the fucks that were given. <laughs> just like swaths of, of the planes burned down. We were isolated and not targeted. But we are few in number, so could not assist. But please, uh, halt yourself. What order are you from? Oh, I claim no order. I have come here to on a journey of uh, self-exploration. You certainly picked one eventful time to come here. <laughs> it gives a big smile. Yes. Uh, who could have foreseen ancient untold evils coming back from beyond the grave? But that's, I suppose, sort of the point of uh, adventuring. You don't stay at home to see weird things, and you don't go out to see the mundane. So are you protecting this forest? In a manner of sense. My brothers have asked me to 
keep watch in the event that some force of creatures comes this way. Thus far, we have been unmolested. Right. Well, uh... Do you require sustenance, rest? Absolutely. Uh, we do not have much time. Ah. We are on a bit of a time crunch, and Galdrin will look over his shoulder to see if uh, is still there. She is not there. We do not have enough time that we can properly rest, uh, but would you be able to provide us with some material assistance, perhaps? We are heading to somewhere where it is very hot. You of all people should know that it is rude to... He has offered to break bread with us. It's rude to conduct business before you break bread. Um, we can talk and eat, uh, and that's fine, as my stomach rumbles. <laughs> he, uh, certainly. Uh, let me see here. At which point he kind of unwraps. He reaches behind the stump and unwraps uh, like a, a big wineskin and some bread. And he looks around, and he hops up, walks over to one of the trees and cuts a vine, and then brings it back, and as he's doing he's just using his hand to split it. And uh, he pulls out the inside of the vine, and just kind of like sets it, you know, like scrapes the inside, and then sets it back in the vine, so it's like a little plate. Uh, and then he sets it down, says, I am not, uh, how do you say, uh, luxurious man. Um, I have simple fare, but they're more than welcome to it. Thank you for ho- your hospitality. Now, sorry. <laughs> yeah. this is, unfortunately, we cannot tarry long. We have a uh, time-sensitive matter to attend to. Mm-hmm. You said you were saving the caldera? That's the goal. No, oh, it's a noble goal, and he just like breaks off a chunk of bread and takes some of that goop from the inside of the vine and smears it on it and starts eating. Goop on bread. Goop on bread. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of got like a, uh, like a citric acid sugar sort of taste to it. It's a little tingly and really sweet. Where we are headed is very hot and uh, I wish we had more time to prepare. You're headed into the volcano. Yes. Yes. Essentially. Forgive me. It's really the only, the only place you could be describing. Yes. That is unwise. We know. Tell us about it. <laughs> Aside from being inhospitable, um, there's just there's something down there that you should not do or see. I can't tell you not to go, but I would strongly advise against it. Why would you advise that? Other than common sense of not walking into a volcano. Ha, yes, I see. Um, well, it's not for me to explain. Rather, I can't explain. Just the, the members of the, uh, the monastery have been told not to go in there. There is a creature there that should not be disturbed. Which one? I don't know. I can think of, we can think of three off the top of our heads at this point. Oh, by all means, I, I love a good bit of gossip. My brothers are not talkative people. <laughs> Remember that ancient evil that we're talking about? 
yes. So that's where we need to go in order to prevent that ancient evil from being resurrected. Oh, that makes sense, I suppose. Um, Do you like some jerky? Um, of what? Yes, sir, what kind of jerky is it? Um, trying to remember back at Proud Scream, I... Goat. Goat. It's goat. Oh. Okay. And he just takes some. He says, you never can tell. Don't take this the wrong way, but some of your people are more willing to dine on the sentient. I wasn't sure. No. Yeah. Not me. Well, perhaps not you, but your people. Yes. yes. But not me. I've actually met an enclave of trickster foxes in the Astral Sea who would lure sailors in just to eat them. Really? Yes. Like, as in you have to go to the Astral Sea in order to find them and join them? I don't know why you would want to join them, but yes, they are <laughs> in, a, in an island in the Astral Sea. So you've met more fox people, though. Yes. Not just them, but multiple. There are actually quite a few uh, spread out across the Astral Domains. Only from the Astral Domains? Have you met any fox people, like, down here? On the Material Plane? No. Oh. I know they exist. I, I've... In my travels, especially through the sovereignty, come across uh, tales of um, various. Don't take this the wrong way. Your people can be slightly xenophobic at times. Oh, believe me. I... So I, I took it with a grain of salt. But, you know, there are stories. Of the forest witch? Oh, yeah, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, you better. No. Um, then he sort of sizes you up, takes another bite of his bread. You're less imposing than your <laughs> than your posters would would lead people to believe. I mean, at the moment you're not hurting this forest, so. Oh no, it, the forest. We use it in various ways and tend to it. So, in this forest, since it's closer to the volcano, you would know of. And I pick up some goop and say, goop, that we may rub on ourselves or wear or add something to help us with the heat? I suppose. Um, I mean, not just like you can't go to a tree and get some, but I'm sure we have something at the monastery. So that would help us with the heat. Um, there, are, there are a number of my brothers who are... Who are uh, Physicians of a sort. Okay, so what else do we need to be careful of? Well, if we can help with the heat, then that should be it, right? Well, here's here's my concern. I respect the brothers of the fellow marshals, uh, ours, but we have in, uh, information that this monastery is an illusion of some sort, that it it might be misdirecting. Now, it comes from a source that we may not know, so... Uh, let me dispel your your worries, brother. Uh, let me see. You were told that it's haunted and full of illusions? 
Oh, yes, the, the haunted part, but... Oh, well, there was, from my understanding, and trust that this is only second, third, fourth hand information, but uh, some time ago there was a cult that took up residence here mm-hmm. before my brothers and I. Well, of course. And they disappeared under unfortuitous circumstances and were never heard from again and well in in such a small area as the caldera you know stories spread so i can assure you and he just holds out a hand says, i am flesh and bone should you care to check i i don't i, I don't doubt that <laughs> but and, and a modicum of astral sea magic i suppose is uh is the knife that galdrin carries Doing anything? No. No. Okay. I mean, we could do an inside check. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Things we uh, haven't been doing very much lately. Yeah. I say I I have a spell I can use. But do you want to use? But a it's spell? a daily. Yeah. yeah. Let's not use it. No, I'll just I'll use uh, you know, nomad, and do an insight check. So, insight would that be wisdom? Yes. For twenty three, does it seem like he's telling us that? The whole, the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. Huh? Or is there misdirection going on? Twenty-four. Uh, <laughs> the two of you are pretty sure that he's, like, he's not lying to you. He has been kind of circuitous about certain things. Uh huh. But you don't get the feeling that he is telling you, knowingly telling you a lie. Well, I still don't no. trust him. Like, yeah. like that's the. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not feeling it. No, I don't wish to stop you. And he kind of, you know, stands up and brushes some crumbs off his robe. Isn't that what you just did? You asked us to stop. Well, guard duty is very lonely. You understand? Fair I, enough. Uh-huh. my people are are talkative people, and just don't get me wrong, but the the other brothers at the monastery are not. Why? Why do you keep saying they're not talkative? Well, most of them have taken vows of silence. Uh, I I have not. Uh, clearly. Clearly. We uh, have to. Uh, Galdrin will will look at Iacus and gesture uh, down, as in beneath. And Iacus will give a silent little nod. So. Right. If you want to lead the way towards the monastery, we'd love to meet your brothers and see if there's anything there that might help provision us for oh, adventures. Uh, certainly. Um, well, I suppose I don't just... Should I leave a note? I'll be back before then. And he gathers up his stuff. Who would you leave a note for? Well, that's what I was thinking. It would just say, stop, don't enter the forest. Well, no, I was haunted monastery. I was just thinking maybe I should leave a note in case one of my brothers happened by, but then I realized I'm the only one out here. Yeah. And my uh, my uh, replacement isn't due until sometime after sunup. So. I guess leaves a note. Help! Help! I've been kidnapped. <laughs> <laughs> says, I'm sure it's it's not a far walk. All right, uh, so uh, lead the way. 
he gathers up his stuff and like hides it back behind the stump he was sitting on. Well, I mean, it's just bread, but... Hmm. He stands up, brushes his robes off, and like shakes them out. What was your name, brother? Oh, uh, well, I suppose we really give up our names. Um, let's see. You can call me... Steve. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Steve. No. Uh, he says, you can call me... You know, I'm, I'm fond of... Uh, I'm fond of the color, so why don't you call me Green? Brother Green. I like that. Okay. My other brothers, they don't call me anything. And technically, we're supposed to have given up our name on taking the vows. But, I mean, I won't tell if you won't. As we're moving, Galdrian would like to keep an eye on the surroundings to see if there's anything that looks just off. Mm-hmm. Anything that uh, perhaps like impossible or uh, formations of rocks or something like that, or anything that that lends credence to the idea that this place is an illusion. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, got his stuff, like throws his robes, kind of like shuffles them back on. You can see he's pretty swole under his robes, uh-huh. tightens them back up. He starts walking away, and the whole time you've been having this conversation, you know, something's kind of been weighing at the back of your mind. The big thing is that it is dark, and he doesn't have a light. Uh-huh. So, uh, how do you keep the dreaming dark at bay? Hmm? What's that? Oh, just that there are... You know, all these... I, I think he was just admiring the fact that you've been out here for so long. Um, it's just, it's crazy out there. Um, so... Uh, oh, um, as it was explained to me, this area is warded by something. I don't know if it's the caldera mm. proper or the, the actual entrance into the volcano or proximity. I, I don't know. Mm. I've only been here... Uh, let's see. What, uh, what's the date? I uh, well, it, it doesn't matter. Time is funny in the Astral Sea. I suppose I've only been here about eight months. So I'm, I, I suppose, technically an initiate, as opposed to one of the adepts. Um, so... Do we see the dreaming dark around? Like, do we hear them whispering passage or anything, or does it seem like they've actually been warded from this area? Um, every now and then you'll see one, but for the most part, no. Okay. Huh. Lead the way, brother. And he, he does. <laughs> I know it's not very original, but eh. it's, uh, you know, well, what, what does your native tongue sound like? <laughs> well, see, it's very much like trying to explain that to people. Um, there's, there's actually a tiny bit of magic in using my name, so uh, it's the best I could come up with on the fly. I apologize. Very creative. Absolutely. No, oh, well, no, just uh, functional. Plus, I like the color. Uh, when when you're actually this color, and he, you know, he does hold out his hands, and he has very, like, smooth, almost like frog skin. Uh-huh. He says, well, when you are this color, you come to appreciate certain things. No, I get it. It's not easy being green. 
You're welcome. Uh, he leads you probably a, a mile or two into the forest where it gets too thick for your, your mounts. Uh-huh. And he says, you can... Are they? I've never seen anything like this. I'm sorry. Are they trained? You can leave them here, I suppose. They are sentient. Oh. Yes. They're their own people. Then he just like turns around and bows to them. I apologize. I didn't realize. That should get us a cookie point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, they're sentient, but they do not talk. You don't talk, do you? They look at you. Right. They, too, don't have names. Ah, well, I can understand that. Uh, You've done a a valuable service carrying the riders this far. It gives them a bounce. But I don't actually know that you're allowed on the grounds. So I'm going to walk around to each of them and give them jerky. They take it. To feed into their little tail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you, you hand them jerky, like put it in front of their face, and their tail comes back over their shoulder and opens up to take it. I will very tentatively pet the one I was riding. Aren't you? Aren't you pretty. a cute draconic abomination? <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Thank you, Stumpy. I appreciated you. So, not that I can. Whisper in your ear, being way up there. <laughs> <laughs> I just see, I see, I see Suna coming over there, yanking on his tent pant, I mean, on his jacket. Like you could climb him like a beanpole. Huh? You I have mean, ridden on my that, shoulders that's before. That's true. Yeah. So I'm gonna climb up to him and say, "So are we really trusting this guy?" No. Okay. Just thought it was me. Mm-hmm. So do we think we're being let in a trap? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean. <laughs> Sorry, my temples are just really going. He's rubbing his forehead and looking at Suna like, I've got a bit of a headache. I just wish I could sit down and meditate about it. Well, I mean, good. Get, get that. But I have. Get myself oriented. So, so Atticus, I have a daily spell that I could do that might help us out, but it would be using a daily. And only leave me with two. But it would really help us out. It, it would be, I gain basic understanding of the landscape and special features enough to create a map. And I can ask one specific question per point of wisdom modifier, so that gives me five questions. <laughs> <laughs> That I can ask, like, about the most dangerous creature, or, you know, if this is real. For being a murder hobo, you're really wise. (laughs) She's (laughs) self-aware. She's okay with who she is. So, what do you think? Do you think I should, or... Well, you know, it's very valuable, the assistance that your gods can uh, present. Um... If we're not trusting this, I mean, that's entirely your call, but if we're to trust our evil enemy, nemesis, uh, Mariana, we'll want to be looking for a way underneath this to circumvent it. And I know, and this will give us a map, a rough map. And you could ask a question if there's a way to go down. I mean... So... It's <laughs> yeah, five questions. So that's... Do it. Where, where, so, yeah. so then... 
pretend I'm just gonna take a nap on your shoulder. Okay. But I'm gonna meditate. I'll just sling her over my <laughs> shoulder. <laughs> oh, it's the li- the little one can't hold her goop. <laughs> that's that's understandable. Uh, we actually <laughs> ferment it in the summer and, and create a uh, create a drink out of it. Yes, yes. So I, I imagine it would have uh, have some effect on those slightly smaller. I apologize, little one, if you are sick. She'll be okay. Pat, pat, pat. I just need to are you gonna burp her? <laughs> no, I'll <laughs> pet her. <laughs> That's my only jacket. <laughs> It'll come off. You, you set Suna down, take your jacket off, set it on top of her. <laughs> Actually, you know, I haven't washed the jacket off, so I'm still having this conversation with him, just completely bloody and gory. I'm pretty sure that uh, maybe the ice probably melted. Oh, maybe maybe, uh, maybe the frizzy's tail came up and just like started suction cupping. As we cross the stream, kind of. I don't want the zombie. This is gonna take his tie and jacket off. (laughs) Anyway. Okay. So he so. he walks you, you know, he like turned his back to talk to Tuna and then turns back around, walking you through the forest. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna use my terrain augury. Uh-huh. How do you pronounce that? Augury. So I close my eyes and concentrate on the surrounding terrain for a few miles around. Okay. I gain a basic understanding of the landscape and special features enough to create a rough map. Mm-hmm. And I can ask one specific question per point of wisdom modifier, such as the closest water source, presence of metals or gems, the most dangerous creatures, how close the surface is. And after casting this spell, I reduce the difficulty of all spell checks to navigate the area, find paths by one step. Okay. So, from your concentration of the area, Mm -hmm. there's forest all around you. Okay. You are going uphill. And we'll say within a mile, there is a series of buildings and uh, ponds and things like that. Okay. Okay. She's jotting on the back of my jacket. (laughs) (laughs) So, made a map. Uphill. Mm -hmm. And about a mile away. Yeah, within a mile. (laughs) Is what? There's a series of buildings and ponds. There are some large buildings and some small buildings. It's going to be the monastery complex. Yes. There's not a wall surrounding it. Does it feel like there's anything underground? Caves? Is that your question? Don't I get a sense of? You get five specific questions. questions. You you have a you asked for a rough map rough map of the area. He's giving you the rough map. Okay. So now my my five questions. Does it? Yeah, I was gonna say. Does it? I mean, I guess I can't see, but is there an area that looks like it goes? Into the hill or down the hill? Is I don't want to say down the hill the other side, but like, in, is there like an beneath. entrance into the hill? Beneath? Yes. Where would it be? That's a uh, yes or no question. Oh. 
It doesn't have to be yes or no. No, it doesn't have to be yes or no. Uh, We'll say you start contemplating on that, and when you look over at some point in the woods, Martiana is sitting there going, this way. So she pointed to the left? Yeah, we'll say she, if the monastery is to the north, she pointed to the northeast. So like an entrance down or beneath? There's an entrance somewhere to the northwest of the monastery. So we need to go that way. Okay. And then... So that was one. Um... Do I, do I get a sense of, of an extremely... One of the questions you asked the monk, what is one of the things that we needed? Oh, is there, do I get a sense of something in the area that may help us with the, the vapors and heat? Yes. At, so at the way? monastery, there's... Uh, we'll say a good supply of uh, just gear for people who live on top of a mountain, inside of a mountain. Didn't we? We also have mountain gear currently. You have There's climbing gear. Okay. Yeah, we have climbing right. gear. Um, Sorry. And then the most dangerous creature, yes. can I feel like. I don't know what, what you can give away. Um, it's the most dangerous. <laughs> there is a big red dragon. <laughs> a, no, just an arrow pointing at you. Could you get that with the dangerous creatures? Yeah, is there, is there dangerous creatures? So, plural? Uh, we'll say you think about all the dangerous creatures in the area. Aside from yourselves, <laughs> there is uh, that monk who's walking in front of you. He seems pretty dangerous. Okay. There are maybe 50 monks at the monastery of various danger levels. Okay. There is something very dangerous below you. Something also very dangerous below you. And then something also very dangerous below you. Three things below so don't aggro the monks. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> and then... Um, yeah, one last one. No. Okay. Two more. I have no. two more. I'm sorry. Um, do I feel... No. <laughs> besides the usual creatures within the forest, do I feel something close to death? Something, something close to dying. death. dying. Yes. Besides the normal... Yes. I mean, like I can feel... You sense Mariana uh, dying. Yeah. There is something below you that is dying. Is it only one thing? Yes. Okay. Now I only got one more. (laughs) Okay. Um... Um... 
Mariana is keeping pace with you guys, by the way, like hiding from tree to tree. And every time she catches your eye, or probably uh, Iacus's eye, she's like pointing to the north and just giving you the like, do not go that way. Which is a monastery which has our gear that we would need. I'll, uh. Is. I'll. Well, I'll let this finish. Is there. I'm gonna take my chance and see if you can answer this. Is there one thing above all else that will hurt us the most? Yeah, it's down below you. Okay. (laughs) Okay. When she starts shuffling around, that she's kind of done with that. I'll uh, I'll stumble and fall. Oh, oh no! I think I twisted my ankle. I have an ankle. Yeah. Brother Green turns around and says, "Oh, that's that's terrible. Uh, let me have a look there." Uh, it's real tender. No, I, I should take a look at it. Yeah, he's he's had medical training before. I trust him. Oh, that's I'm just a an initiate, so I only have the most rudimentary of. of please, I would, would hate for you to be injured on our land. I'll take my boot off and say, man, I think this is the first time this boot's been off all the session. Yeah, you're right. You're yeah, right. he was at boots thankfully. You might have a covering to cover your shins. Uh, let me let me look. Yeah, you got hooves on there. I got hooves, no boots. Remember, because we had uh, had. Uh, you go clop, clop. clop. Yep, clop, clop, clop. So uh, you need to look at Galdrin needs to look at you because you might kick. Yes. You won't kick Galdrin. Yeah. You won't kick Galdrin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Galdrin, the brother, her brother Green looks like she's trying to tell you something. Uh, I, she's always trying to tell me something. Kick Galdrian, don't kick Galdrian, I don't know. I don't think you should move on this. Yeah. Uh, and uh, while while he's checking it out, I'll I'll whisper to him, your your your, your girlfriend there is uh, telling us not to go to the north. Yeah, peeking out from behind a tree is Mardiana. She wishes. <laughs> Which is to say, there's like just some. Fire sticking up from behind a tree. Right. So, so we're going to the northeast then, or northwest? Northeast. What was? Which one was it? Northwest. Because yeah. I saw her. I, I saw her. There's both. You said both. I'm yeah. sorry. It, yeah. it is to the northwest. Okay. Yeah, to the northwest. Right. Uh, so we, we go around the monastery then, right? Yeah. How do we get rid of green? We. Right. Uh, Green says, um, sorry, I don't want to interrupt. Uh, The monastery is just up the way here. If you'd like, I can go get a stretcher and some to help carry you. No, uh, we don't want to move him. Uh, We want to give him some time to rest first. I'll rest here. We we have payment. Could Could you grab the stretcher? And we'd love to buy some of that. That heat, that stuff y'all was talking about. I just, I don't know how long I'm gonna be here, and we're like I said, we're on a, a time crunch. Well, uh, let me let me go retrieve some of my brothers, and we'll see what we can do. Uh, Galgan's looking over at Mardiana to see what she's doing. She's just peeking out from behind a 
behind a tree, watching the whole thing. Well, uh, okay, you go do that. He gives you a nod and says, I'll, I'll be right back. Stay stay off of that. Yes, absolutely. And he just turns okay, around. And don't forget to let us know what we need to trade for the gear that oh, you're uh, Sure, I'll, I'll make sure to grab someone uh, who's of a, a sufficient station. And he just takes off into the woods, at which point Martiana pops out. Oh, I thought he would never leave. Right. Uh, we should probably hurry. <laughs> We're we going to have a, a bunch of angry monks tracking us down. We, we should uh, go ahead and... I suppose we won't be picking up any gear then, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think so. Well, you could always wait for him to bring you back something. I don't I don't know. Do you... What's their deal, anyway? I don't know. Just not what they seem. So, so why are we, can, we trusting her over them? I, I don't trust anyone right now. <laughs> because right now, I've got a vested interest in making sure you do the thing I want you to do, which is to pull my ass out of the literal fire. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Uh, I don't suppose that if we try to heal you from here, it would buy you some time, would it? Mm, no, I'm just sort of projecting myself at the moment. Right, you can't take anything back with you? No. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that sword. She points at your sword. <laughs> no. Oh. I was thinking this, and Yeldrin will show her the healing potion. Fine, and she grabs it, and when she... <laughs> Disappears, it just one. drops to the ground. I'll be ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that didn't work. So she she does not reappear. We we want to wait for them to come back and then make our excuses and leave. Uh let's ask Suna. We haven't heard how her outcome oh. was. I mean I know which way to go for the entrance to go underneath. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and I know that the gear and stuff is in the monastery. <laughs> is there anything around here that would make a believable crutch for Iocus, just in case the monks get back? Oh, I could probably do that oh, out yeah. of some of the wood. Yeah, yeah let's, let's, let's get in that just in case. To make, yeah. to make this more believable. I'll, uh, I'll even toss a little fake bandage on it. <laughs> let's, pack no. it let's put the pack with some leaves that aren't poisonous and just make it get swollen. It's like a horse, though. Don't you have to put me down now? I think we'll be You're okay. You're a bad person and you should feel bad. Only if you break it. <laughs> I, I think we'll be okay waiting for the monks to bring us the gear because... I'm pretty sure that the thing that will hurt us the most is below. There might be a lot of monks, and they might be dangerous, but well, I, I think we'll we be okay. I think we need that gear. Yeah. I think we're gonna need that gear. Yeah. I don't want to risk it without it. It does us no good if we rush in to kill her and then we die ourselves. Yes, I know it's me saying this, and that's a shocker, but well, she is close to dying. I I did I did feel that. No. There, there is one. That's both good and bad. One thing down there that is pretty close to dying. Death. Well, we what if death is down there? Uh, He'd already been dead, or he was actually never technically alive. So well, I don't what think. What if he's that down there? 
waiting on us. Well, that means he's not with Shinara, so there you go. Oh, that's true. Right, so... And didn't well, Smarion have fun talking talk to me about that? Yeah. And, and just so you know, there's like three things down there that are like really dangerous. Okay, so Mariana, Kemet, and... Uh, What's his face? Yeah. Which name we're not speaking. Yeah, exactly. R. R. Well, no, R. just... R. D. R. Yeah. Oh. R. Oh, yeah. R. <laughs> well, if, uh, if we do run into that cloaca, I'm going to shove this up it, and Galvian will twirl around the knife that he has definitely always had. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm going to be working on a crutch or something out of wood. All right, so, you know, it takes you a couple minutes, and at that time, uh, Brother Green comes back, and he's got, we'll say, a few elves with him. A couple of humans, uh, at least one of those gigantic elephant people. Do I do I recognize any of the elves? No. Okay. Any uh, any activity from the knife? No. Okay, so not not dragons. Uh, that that elephant guy is carrying a stretcher over his shoulders. Uh, I might I might be able to walk with this crutch. Oh, might, might oh, that's good. Yeah, I'm kind of heavy. I don't like people having to try and carry me. But I see you have somebody that. Maybe up to the task. Oh yes, but I'm I like to do it myself. No, we're all we're all quite physically adept. It's part of our uh, rigorous training program. Yeah, yeah, I totally did one so, of those. So if you if you like, we can help you up, or if you want to walk, I'll, I'll try and walk. You know, over, Ooh, uh, over uh, care, careful there. Uh, so, have I noticed any gear with them? No. They just think we'll get a person more in charge, not the gear. Well, as I said, well, we are unfortunately in a bit of a time crunch. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. If that wound is as bad as it seems, then mayhaps you should take some time and rest while the rest of your friends continue on. I'm stubborn as a bull. I'm sorry. I, I see what you did there. Uh, uh, no, I, 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 I can't. I'm, uh, you might say, green with envy over yes, your stamina. Uh, I see what you did there. So... Did you not find the gear? Uh, well, I was asked, our, our eldest amongst us was actually quite intrigued by your situation and wanted you to come up. So that's that's why we brought the stretcher. It's a little bit further of a walk than... I, I, I apologize. I didn't want you to no. feel excluded. Oh, of course. I, I will... Follow the lead of my party. So, as, as I'm handing Iacus the crutch, and and kind of lowly, I'm gonna say I'm gonna fly up and see what's ahead. Scout. Okay. So I'm gonna turn into a bird and fly up oh, and let him, let him know, so that way you can explain. That's a neat <laughs> trick. Yes, she likes to look out for me. She's going to see if there's anything that I need to watch for, any holes or anything as I'm crutching along. Oh, understandable. Uh, the path is quite clear. He sort of gestures up north. And, so, you know, a couple of these monks just come stand near you in case you fall. So what all can I see? So the forest opens up and there's a path. And then there are some, a couple of acres of gardens. And then there's all those buildings, and 
sitting, you know, like there's monks do, performing various tasks, but sitting on the porch of the biggest building is a very old, wrinkly human. And he's just, like, sitting on a stump with a cane. So it doesn't look like they're trying to form now that they know we're coming. They're not, like, gathering or anything uh, like there's, that. There's people gardening, people hauling water, that kind of thing. Can I see... I mean, is there any gear outside buildings? I know you can't see in buildings, but outside, does it look like there's any gear hanging from ropes? I mean, clothes. Just clothes. And then we'll say if you do like a big circle off to the northwest, there is, uh, there are probably 10 or so monks just like standing out near this, uh, near this sort of trampled open area. And they're you know, doing their, uh, practicing their forms. Okay. Does it look like they're trying to cover someplace? Um, give me a, give me a good wisdom check. And since I'm doing that, I get the, the thing, right? The, oh, yeah, after casting the spell, reduce the difficulty of all skill checks to navigate the area, find paths mm-hmm. by one step. Eleven plus nine, so twenty. Twenty. Um, yeah, there's probably something like you know there there are monks practicing forms elsewhere. This is a very odd place for them to be doing that. Practicing forms. Okay. Um. That's like if you had a, a perfectly clear uh, road to drive on, and you're taking off and driving on the dirt over there. I believe there's something Ardith would like to do. Uh-oh. I want to get to tech that magic up Okay. while we're walking, which uh, you notice lingering magic and supernatural effects within the field of vision, but effect is concealed on purpose, DM can require a check. Okay. So you, what, what does your, your uh, magic detection look like? Nothing to anybody else. <laughs> um, it's like stuff will start glowing. Yeah. Everything around you is glowing. Like literally everything. Oh shit! <laughs> it's not gonna give me an indication of why it's glow. I mean, what kind of effect it's glow? It's just that as, it exists. Yeah. In downtime, like yeah, as we're travel time and whatnot. Yeah. Sorry. No, you're fine. Yeah. So, so like. I'm gonna leave the garden. Like everything in this fucking forest is magic. Galvin. Except, will, except for you. <laughs> Galvin will pass that on to Arcus. This place is glowing with magic. Right about that time, you come uh, like come out of this path, and you find yourself near these uh, this farmland, and there's the the entirety of the monastery, just kind of in this big clearing. And this really wrinkly human stands up, raises a hand, and uh, that's where we'll call it for the night. Even he is glowing. It's like people-shaped glowing things. Yes. <laughs> and building-shaped glowing things, and garden-shaped glowing things. Pretty much, yeah. I wonder if these people don't even know that they're an illusion. It's like an Elton John music video. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So. So stay tuned for us to die. That can't be every episode. Yes, <laughs> I can't. Stay tuned for Suna to die. You oh, were yeah. you were looking okay. for an intro. We have our outro. You know? <laughs> there, there we... Stay tuned for Suna to murder everything. Is that better? Well, okay, we didn't die. And on the very last episode of the podcast, well, 
We all fucking died. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You fucked up. It's cute that you think death will be the end. <laughs> Not for some of us that, you know, have deals with devils and so, whatnot. Yeah, I, I don't know if that still binds in a different universe. So, uh, story time. I bought a setting that I have been itching to use, and Jesus, it's been, I don't know, 20 years since I bought it, but it's uh, it's called Ghost Something or Other. It is a campaign that starts with the death of the player characters. It's like, you guys, you're dead. Your body gets taken to this town, and the whole town is just like a bureaucratic nightmare to charge you rent for your own body. So that you, as an undead adventurer, have to do stuff to pay off your body's rent to the banks. Uh, and uh, the, it's the greatest concept, and I really would like to work that into this somehow if you guys die. <laughs> so capitalism. Uh, you know, for, for a long time now. Corpulism. <laughs> yeah, as I say, you'll, you'll notice that the, the ultimate bad guy in my campaign has, in fact, been bureaucracy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> anyway, I thought it was a cool idea to be like, oh no, did your player characters die? Well, you can still play as them. They're just <laughs> horrific ghosts now. Having said that, you guys got anything? Nope. 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 <laughs> Alright, well, uh, find us on Patreon, you know the place. Find us on our website, you know the time. It's always, you can always find us there. It's, it's 24-7. The internet doesn't shut off at night. Unless you live in North Korea. Oh, no. Too soon. And remember, we're not dead yet. <laughs> remember, we're not North Korea. Oh. <laughs> well, that's going to be the next game. Magical North Korea. Sorry to any of our North Korean listeners who may have been <laughs> upset by that joke. How the hell did you find us? <laughs> How the hell did anybody find us? Strangely, I think most of our listens come from California and Alaska. Which is Way weird. to go, Alaska! <laughs> Which is weird, yeah. considering how much local uh, Texas uh, Texas marketing we've done. We love you, Alaska! In California? In California! We love like you. I said, we love you, Alaska! <laughs> we, we love you, Alaska. You're like Texas, plus a better electrical grid. <laughs> and the random uh, eastern... Uh, bloody hell. Eastern, northeastern states. Uh, yeah, last time. Uh-huh, for some yeah. reason. <laughs> all right, well, find us at the places. I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, I think that's all we've got this time, so thanks for joining us. We'll see you all next time. <laughs>